Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 30th of March. India registered 1,233 COVID-19 cases and 31 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 21,000. The daily positivity rate in the country is 0.22%, with the current recovery rate being 98.75%. So far, India has administered over 183 crore COVID-19 vaccinations, of which over 26 lakh doses were given yesterday. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 485 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.1 million. As per Reuters tally, the COVID-19 infections in Asia surpassed 100 million today. This comes after many countries in the region recorded a resurgence in cases due to the BA2 Omicron subvariant. The Supreme Court today asked the Uttar Pradesh government to make it stand clear on a plea that has sought cancellation of bail granted to Ashish Mishra in the Lakhimpur Kheri case, Live Law reported. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana, Justice Surya Kant and Justice Hima Kohli told senior advocate Mahesh Jait Malani, representing the UP government, that the SIT had recommended challenging Ashish Mishra's bail as per the Allahabad High Court order. Ramana asked Jait Malani and I quote, it appears from the report of the monitoring judge that he recommended filing an application against the order of the Allahabad High Court. What's your stand? End quote. Justice Surya Kant further remarked that the SIT had written two letters to the additional Chief Secretary of UP, which were present in the report of the monitoring judge. To this, Jait Malani stated that the additional Chief Secretary hadn't received the letters and thereby asked for time to respond to the report. Meanwhile, advocate Dushyant Dave, representing the petitioners, also sought a stay on the High Court's bail order, stating that it suffers from complete non-application of mind. Ashish Mishra was granted bail on 10th February 2022 by the Lucknow bench of the Allahabad High Court. On October 3rd, horrific visuals showed three cars ramming into a crowd of protesting farmers in Lakhimpur, Kheri. Two of these cars belonged to Union Minister Ajay Kumar Mishra. Later, the union minister's son, Ashish Mishra, was arrested by the UP police. The incident and the violence in its aftermath had left eight people dead, which included four farmers, two BGP workers, a driver of one of the vehicles and a journalist. In Srinagar, the Jammu and Kashmir police said today that two militants were killed by the security forces in a gunfight, Scroll.in reported. As per the police, one of the alleged militants, identified as Raiz Abhat, had a press card of the news portal Valley News Service that he supposedly ran in Anantnag district. Vijay Kumar, the Inspector General of Police, said that Bhat had affiliations with the military outfit Lakshar-e-Taiba. He further remarked that Bhat's position as the editor-in-chief of a news portal, quote-unquote, indicates a clear misuse of media. The police mentioned that there were two FIRs that had already been filed against Bhatt for crimes in the valley. As per the Kashmir Zone Police, the second alleged militant who died in the gunfight has been identified as Hilal Ahra, a resident of Bijbihara town in Anantnag. The Jammu and Kashmir Police said that they have seized arms and ammunition from the alleged militants. The petrol and diesel prices were revised today for the eighth time, marking an increase by 5.60 rupees per litre since 22nd March, PTI reported. Diesel prices crossed 100 rupees in Mumbai after the price was increased by 85 paise. 
A litre of petrol in Delhi costs rupees 101.01 and the diesel price is rupees 92.27 per litre. On 8th March, Harshdeep Singh Puri, Union Minister for Petroleum and Natural Gas, had stated that the oil marketing companies would take into account the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict, thereby denying that oil price hike was halted due to the state assembly elections. Nirmala Sitaraman, the Union Finance Minister, also attributed the price rise to the international conflict while answering a question in Rajya Sabha yesterday. Meanwhile, as per PTI reports, the fuel rates had been on freeze since 4th November, that is, ahead of the assembly polls, despite an increase in the cost of crude oil by $30 per barrel. Moody's Investor Services had earlier mentioned that Indian Oil Corporation, Bharat Petroleum Corporation Limited and Hindustan Petroleum Corporation Limited have incurred losses of nearly $2.25 billion on account of this prevention of a hike in petrol and diesel prices during the assembly elections. Listeners, my colleague Akansha Kumar did a ground report in Delhi for which she visited four locations where the government had approved to set up polyclinics for specialised care. She found that these health services only existed on paper. You can watch the report on our website newslaundry.com. It is titled, ARP's Health Model, The Quest for Delhi's Missing Polyclinics. The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So if you are not part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right-hand corner of the screen. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Pay to keep news free. Deputy Chief Minister of Delhi Manish Sisodia today claimed that Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal's house was attacked by BJP goons, Hindustan Times reported. Sisodia stated that security barriers and a CCTV camera were vandalised in an alleged attack. In a tweet, the Ahmadmi Party further claimed that the attack took place in the presence of the Delhi police. The Delhi police, however, issued a statement shortly afterwards claiming that the police took immediate action to remove protesters from the chief minister's residence and have detained around 70 people in relation to the incident. Sagar Singh Kalsi, DCP North Delhi, said that legal action is also being initiated against the protesters. According to the Delhi police, the protest took place over Kejriwal's remarks about the movie The Kashmir Files. Kejriwal had delivered a speech in the State Assembly last week, in which he had criticised BJP leaders for promoting the movie The Kashmir Files, as several BJP-governed states had declared the film tax-free. Amid the Russian military invasion in Ukraine, Ukrainian officials today reported shelling around Kiev and the northern region of Chernoviv despite talks that took place yesterday, in which Moscow had promised to scale down military operations in these regions, Indian Express reported. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky stated that signals from yesterday's peace talks in Istanbul were positive, but only concrete results could be trusted. He said, and I quote, These signals do not silence the explosion of Russian shells. I see no reason to trust the words of certain representatives of a state that continue to fight for our destruction. End quote. Meanwhile, the United States Deputy National Security Advisor, Dalip Singh, is set to visit New Delhi to reportedly discuss India's strategic position on the Russia-Ukraine conflict. 
In India, K. Chandrasekhar Rao, the Telangana Chief Minister, today requested Prime Minister Narendra Modi to help Indian students who have returned from Ukraine by enrolling them in medical colleges across the country and thereby to provide for the completion of their education. As per the United Nations Refugee Agency, the number of Ukrainians who have left the country add up to more than 4 million, Reuters reported. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.